Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book, book. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Come Book Bullies with Nerds and New Bullying. Me host Leroy, aka Mr. Monday Morning, uh, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, aka the Hairless Wookie. There you go. <laughs> There's a name for that. Oh yeah. Uh, so if Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear, but Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair, then Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't very fuzzy, was he? Ah. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Trying <laughs> to get everybody in. Times fast. <laughs> I, I used to do that. I used to do that, but I'm not going to do that right now. Like Peter Pike can pick your finger. I'm, I screwed that up. <laughs> Unique New York is another one. But that's another one. Anyway, we're back with another episode. We're just going to jump into it. Uh, like I said, a lot of stuff happened. We are. This is the first episode of the new year, 2022. So we're just jumping into it. And Eli, just this, I'm not going to say the last two days, but just this week leading up to 2022 has been nuts because. For some reason, like the last 2021, we've been kind of leaving off. You know, we haven't really been doing like the the rest in peace post or the rest in peace segments because nothing's really happened. And then all of a sudden, it's just like 2022 just went nuts. It was like Final Destination out here. Like, what the hell is going on? So, yeah. So, we, we, anybody want to jump in and listen to the Boba Fett podcast? We are going to talk about Boba Fett. We're going to talk at a, a, a great lengths about Boba Fett in this podcast. But we do have to do our due diligence and pay respects to the ones that have passed and first thing we're gonna do lining up and this is the first but not last is Betty white we gotta talk about Betty white and man this is this is the thing this is the thing that we've known that was coming because we, here's the thing i think Betty white was about to turn a hundred and yeah, i think a three weeks, weeks from now yeah a couple weeks from now uh yeah it's crazy so Betty white was about to turn a hundred and three weeks before she uh was about to turn 100 she passed so yeah that was the thing and i think like on december 31st like right before the new year she couldn't even make it into 2022 they're like eh, can't do it so yeah we're just gonna just briefly talk about betty white's uh you know influence because she's been around well 99 years so she's been around for a long time Everybody since i was a little kid her. yeah since i was a little <laughs> kid since our parents were little kids they knew who betty white was uh of course we know she was a part of the iconic golden girls uh eli thank you for being Ooh, a friend look what i just yes. did oh uh for those who don't know eli has the power now he has he has I powered up control. excellent <laughs> <laughs> he runs the podcast now he has hacked the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's the thing so we got the golden girls right here uh like i said and the thing is for the golden girls in my opinion i think they're the template for any kind of like for women group that we always seen like sex in the city to me it was just always just golden girls for hbo like like just just do that i suppose yeah yeah i mean think about it let's take the template i mean, i never girls. watched sex in the city but yeah i mean i guess you never watched you sex know, in the city 
I have sorry. Sorry. I say this. I say this like I'm shocked at it like that. But yeah, okay, let's take about it. Let's let's break it down. See, and I know I know the Golden Girls. Like we got Dorothy. Dorothy is the leader, the one that you know is the linchpin. Everybody. We got Ruth. Let's just say she's the the city girl, the fun one. That's that's all we're gonna say. We don't want to get we don't want to get demonetized. We don't want to get banned. So we're gonna the say the Jilf. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go there yeah uh we got you know rose rose was the naive one you know the dumb one whatever you want to call it. then you got uh the mom i can't remember the mom's name it's just been a while since i've seen it but you know the asshole the the realist the cynic yeah what was you her know. name i can't remember her name sorry right. it's been a while I, I can't remember but you blanche? know the funny thing about it no no blanche, blanche was the yeah but here's the thing was the mom was the the third youngest one of the golden girls yeah, I heard that about a, that. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that's a wig she's wearing. Oh, was what was, was wearing? Yeah, but yeah. Oh, oh and Mama's family. We're gonna come back to Mama's family. <laughs> but yeah, she's so, on so, Mama's so family. I see. I see. I, damn. I'm... We're gonna we're gonna come back to that because I want I want to go into depth about Mama's family. <laughs> but yeah, but we go back to Sex in the City. You got the smart one. You got the dumb one. You got the city girl. You know, and then you got the asshole. Which one was the asshole? I can't remember which one was the asshole. Got to be the redhead. Just cause. <laughs> but yeah. So that's it. But I'm saying it. And you may know this one, Eli. Designing women. Oh, I never watched that, but I, I heard. Yeah, I know. Damn I, it. I, so I, you I never. It's the, it's the I, same I, I, thing. <laughs> you got the dumb one. You got the, you know, the high class one. You got I watched the... Facts of Life. <laughs> okay. But okay. So which came first? Which came first? Facts of Life or Golden Girls? Because Facts of Life, Facts of Life follows the template also. Yeah. Well, Facts if of Life really was a spinoff of, of Different Strokes. Yeah, no, so. Different Strokes. Was a spinoff of Facts Life? No, Mrs. Garrett was a was the first drumming housekeeper. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, got screwed up with that. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, old women. I I came to the right show. Exactly. So if you're looking for gifts, you came to the right place. <laughs> uh, what else we got? But yeah, that's what we got. What what with Betty Wright? Like I said, she did so much stuff. She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, and let's go back to Mama's Family because she was on Mama's Family also. Uh, she was the daughter. She was actually on the the Carol Burnett show at first because you know Mama's family was a skit on that show. Yeah, and then it became to it, and then she just was a reoccurring role. Uh, like I said, if you grew up in the eighties, you love Mama's family because why? Because back then moms could cuss at their kids with no problem whatsoever, and that's <laughs> all Mama's family did on that show. <laughs> That's called abuse now, but <laughs> it's called abuse now. You know, you you trauma. Call, you, 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 you can just text. Shit, you yeah. can just text. You know, you didn't even gotta call anybody anymore. Just text. You know, back then we didn't have that shit. <laughs> you just got cussed out, and that was it. You know, uh. But can we move on to the next one? Because we got we got a list. Well, I mean, the thing about Betty White is like, there's been all these memes like for like how many years now? We're like, oh, we like to just like to say that uh, Betty White's doing fine. Like you saw that during the whole pandemic. And there's yeah. always these 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 people dying left and right inside or jokes where she's yeah. still she's outliving everybody, and it just came. We kind of had this notion that she was never good. She was gonna live forever, you know. Right. Every every, <laughs> every year we were like, okay, this person died, this person died, but Betty White still here, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but now we don't get that, you know. Now it's like, oh man, Betty White gone. Okay, so yeah. now now who is and she actually the... did. She stayed relevant. She she appeared on stuff throughout. Even, you know, in her 90s, she was on Community, you yep. know, and, uh, you know, hosted SNL and was on, like, different sitcoms, even well like, in like her 90s. Like, still working, still out yeah. there, you know, so it was like, that was something. So, yeah, so Betty yeah. White, um, Betty White was still. Yeah, so she was, like, all our grandma or, or all our great aunt or whatever, you know. So Yeah, because, like I said, we know her. 
our moms and parents, uh, dads knew her, probably our grandparents knew her. <laughs> You know, yeah, so, so luckily, keep... luckily, we still have Dolly Parton and Elvira. Oh, yeah, you... <laughs> okay. So, Elvira, yeah, Elvira is still, still around, so that's good. Uh, and let's see. All right, so can we move on to the next one? Because, like yeah. I said, we got a list, we got a, I don't know, this this wall of memoriam, I don't know what's going on here. Because next, we have because the thing is, Betty Wright overshadowed everybody that we had, we forget everybody else to pass because a few days before John Madden passed. You know, yeah. and I this is going to be the big one for me. This is going to be like, okay, we're going to spend a whole time talking about John Madden, but then Betty White died. I'm like, oh, damn, okay, so we got to save for that. So, yeah, so John Madden passed, and everybody everybody knows who John Madden is. You don't need to, you know, especially in the in the 80s or the 90s or even the 70s. You know, like I said, he was the youngest co- uh, coach to ever win the Super Bowl. Uh, then he became a sportscaster after that, and he was like, he changed the game of sportscasting because he was like a sportscasting coach uh keep it yeah that's what that's the thing about key i don't understand how is Keith all Richards the, still all alive? them rolling stones dudes are still alive and still like playing and shit they took every oh, except drug the drummer under the, sun. the drummer what's his name charlie watts or whatever the drummer passed away this past year he did okay yeah but i'm just saying but everybody else in there they all these rock stars have done every drug you can think of had sex with every person you can think of and they're still here <laughs> you know uh, don't make them like you used to <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh but yeah going back to john madden like i said we, we the main thing you know reason i want to talk about john madden because of madden football that's making that's what we know madden from because like i said this is that type of podcast that's what we're going to concentrate on thing about it is john madden no he didn't make the game he didn't sit down and you know you know stretch out one to zero but he he was like a creative consultant to the game and this was back when they weren't making realistic sports games you like the best thing we had what tecmo bowl you know, you step back and you throw a a fifty yard bomb to whoever you know, or you get both. Well, I still got. It. I still got. It. Shout out to my boss. Shout out to my boss. To- I was just about to say that that was the most sophisticated <laughs> thing we had, you know, uh, back in the eighties. Or you know, I, there was a YouTube clip around when somebody got Bo Jackson and he would run around until the quarter ran out. You know, until like the first half run out and just keep going. You know, but when John Mann came on board, you know, he wanted no. I want it realistic. I want eleven on eleven. I want actual plays. He actually brought his playbook that he used when he was played, you know, he was with the Raiders. Do this. I want I want the uh, 20 yard line. I want the red zone. I want two minute warning. I want all this stuff that was unheard of in video games. And it's it. Now, the funny thing about it is that when John Madden came into, you know, Electronics Arts or EA Sports Office, you know, he was he was a football coach. So these guys are like computer programmers and ones and zero they're nerds, nerds. <laughs> they're nerds so he came in talking to these guys like they were 300 pound you know <laughs> what the fuck is that you know all this stuff like that so they're getting scared and stuff like that at john Madden because john Madden at the same time is also an imposing guy especially back then pulling you know, wedgies the on everybody <laughs> <laughs> pulling down yeah. toilet stools and stuff like that yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, so swirlies pe- and shit. <laughs> nerds! <laughs> Listen up, nerds! <laughs> so that's what it was. Like, when they talk about John Madden now, these EA programmers, that's what they describe Madden, but at the same time, they got the job done. Now, people want to talk all this noise about how Madden is now, like the football game Madden is now, how it doesn't have any innovation and it's monetized and it's capital and stuff like that. Back then, they did so much innovation at the time. You got to give it respect to it then. Plus, you also got to admit that there are some people out there that 
have a PlayStation, have an Xbox, and Madden is the only game they own. And it's to the point that not that they don't like anything else out there, they don't know of anything else about out there. You know, I see somebody with a PlayStation, they got Madden 01, 05, 03, 07, 07, all this stuff like that. Uh, you've heard of Uncharted? You're like, what's that? Like, never even heard of it. You know, that and Call so that, of Duty. <laughs> that and Call of Duty. And that is it. And that is the only thing that will touch their system. That is it. So you got to give Madden respect for that because it changed the game for it. And plus, other sports games follow suit for it also. You know, they ought to start making their games more realistic, that arcade simulation, stuff like that. Like, think about it. We grew up with Double Dribble and Tecmo Bowl. These kids are growing up with Madden 2022 and NBA 2K, like realistic stuff. Designing I'm jealous. Jerseys like. and shit. And- yeah, I'm jealous, man. They got fantasy football teams on the game. They can just crank out stuff like that. So that's, that's amazing. So like I said, John Madden brought that in and basically because he bullied a bunch of uh, nerds at EA. And that's how it got done. <laughs> we're not done, Eli. <laughs> we're going down the we're going down the wall. Also, and this is a big one. This is actually a big one for me. Rest in peace to Max Julian. Uh, I know a lot of people like who? Okay. But if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know who he is because he started, in my opinion, and I've been saying this, this is not something I'm just blowing smoke up your ass, anything like that. I've been saying this for a while. In my opinion, the Mac, he is the star of the Mac. Goldie, he's in there. And that is the greatest black exploitation movie of the 70s. I don't care what anybody says. I've always said it. If you want to watch one movie, you've never seen any of them, watch the Mac. There were so many quotable lines in that movie. So many quotable people and names in the movie, like Pretty Tony was, the, you know, was the what the movie is about is basically it's a pimp. It's a story in the life of a pimp. We can't say any of these quotes or we'll get canceled. <laughs> we will get. You can't say any of that stuff, man. But I gotta say one, Eli. I gotta say one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pretty Tony, but your bitch chose me. <laughs> now we can set us like class, or we can get some gangster shit. You know, <laughs> just that was, and every line is like that. But it's not just quotables. And it's comic, it's not a comic, it's a drama. You get into the heart and you get to the point where Goldie goes through my stuff, you're like, damn, maybe pimping ain't easy. You know, you start thinking <laughs> stuff like that, you know, and just the stuff they go through at the end. At the end of the movie, he basically quits pimping. You know, like I can't handle it. it's too much for me, you know. So man, just so many lines. So yeah, people want to throw out Superfly and with the white shaft. Was he and, he's the one who, you know, was he the first one who said, Don't hate me because I'm beautiful? He was. He might have been saying, yeah, I think he did say <laughs> There's so many quotable lines. Like, you could just stop the movie at any point, and it's a quotable line in that movie. Just just watch it. But just the, in the soundtrack. Pretty, um, pretty Tony, that was the Ghostface Killer album. Now, he started calling himself that. He started calling himself Pretty Tony, right, because of that. <laughs> oh, man, just just so many lines. Just I, I just I love that movie. I used to watch that on repeat in college, just the Mac, just over and over and over again. Oh, uh, man. And we're still not done. We got one more. Damn. I'm going to let you handle this because the reason I'm going to let you handle this Why because who, who is this? I don't oh, know who this yeah. is. I don't know who this is either. Oh, okay. Rob okay. Bruce. Okay. Rob Bruce. Uh, okay. I have man. no idea who this guy is. Okay. So comic book man, that was that show that came on with Kevin Smith and it was like a, it was like a reality show about his comic book store. And all of the guys that work there. And I guess those guys that were on the show do a podcast, too. Tell them Steve, Dave. They're all part of Kevin Smith's uh, podcast uh, network. You know, and they did, a, they did their own podcast. And that led to their this show where they just Batman hang out. Batman on Batman. Batman oh. on Batman. They talk about comics and shit. Um, but there was a guy on there. He was like a 
like a uh, a pop culture historian, and he was like super geek, super nerd. And then he was like a consultant. Whenever like a high valued item would come in, and they needed like a consultant on how what the value it was, they call mm-hmm. in this guy. His name was Rob Bruce, and he would just like, you know, really break down the history of everything. You know, I remember it was one time he's talking about zip codes. Some guy brought in a thing. It was like a Superman, like uh, some sort of Superman poster or something, and mm-hmm. it said it, it said copyright nineteen forty something you know, on it. So he was thinking it was from the forties. He was thinking it was worth thousands of dollars. And then Rob Bruce like looked at it and said, actually down there, there's an address that says blah, 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 blah. And it has a zip code. Zip codes weren't invented till the sixties. <laughs> but really? <laughs> so he, he, so he just knew just everything. Yeah. This is probably from the sixties. So actually it's probably worth maybe a hundred bucks. <laughs> so that's what he was like. He was like a, this expert in like, nerd shit okay know, so like what was he nerd. was he smug was he smug like, like oh, yeah i just know everything or, pretty much or was yeah. he like one of, he well like, actually you know one of those guys <laughs> this there's guy no he was he would like basically piss people off sometimes and like guys would bring in stuff and he's like yeah i want like 500 for this and the guys ah it's only worth like 50 and the guys <laughs> <laughs> been threatened yeah it was one yeah a guy threatened to punch him one time and it was like yeah, I mean, I I, I was I watched that um, because it was on after Walking Dead when I used to watch watch The Walking Dead. It would come on right after, and it was it was cool to watch dudes talk about nerd shit back in 2012. You know, right as the Avengers, right dropped, before the know? Avengers. Now you know yeah, your, your you grandma know. knows who Silver Surfer is. Now. Yeah, it was just like yeah, it was like nerd porn to me. Like oh, they're talking about comic books and Star Wars, and you know, it, it was it was a cool show, and that's pretty much what led me to. Start my own podcast, because Izzy back in when I before I did the Geek Savs, he was the one who ta- told me what podcasts were. I was oh, you're just like they, they were shit. new at the time. Yeah, this yeah. is a, still a new new yeah. form of media. Yeah. And I didn't even know what podcast was. I was like, what the fuck is a podcast? Oh, they just talk shit. It's like a talk radio show. I was like, oh, really? And I was like, well, what the fuck are we gonna <laughs> talk about? And then I was like watching comic book man. I was like, look at these motherfuckers. They just talk about comic books and movies and shit. Like, we could do that. Let's do that. Right. So that's that's <laughs> like, how we did it. You, you do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. All you gotta do is just do put that. a mic in front of you and just that's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what led to the Geek Sounds podcast that we learned. And that's how I hooked up with Leroy. That's how we that's and history is, is has been made. That's that <laughs> this is where we are now. <laughs> so so i didn't now I'm, I'm starting to see the impact of this guy i've never heard of before. <laughs> yeah he has impacted my life and i've never even met him before or even heard yeah. of him <laughs> yeah so rest in peace rob bruce like the super nerd you know <laughs> shout out to him all right so that is a list as as of now i'm pretty sure there is more but that's all we're gonna do like yeah, i said rough, we, it's been a rough year man <laughs> yeah it is two years. It's it's only Sunday <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> it was rough two days going in. So I hope I hope the I hope 2022 isn't like this for the rest of the year. I hope you know it kind of calms down and we settle down and you know get some stuff like that. Because damn man, 2020, 2021, they've been rough years, man. We, saw, we need I a. Saw, oh. I saw a meme today. Something about, like I didn't know 2020 was going to be a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah because it's already starting off crazy so yeah oh and even that like the weather is starting off crazy remember i was making funny eli because i was wearing flip-flops the other day oh yeah it's snowing outside <laughs> and oh, it was warming yesterday. up here yeah, yeah. and it's i warming was warming up here man. and it was yesterday 
I sent you that text. I was saying I was going to fly. Now it's snowing outside. Like, what in the world is going on? So I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, we're like, warming up it... here, man. We're it's it's we got up to zero degrees. Down. <laughs> <laughs> right, we might be above zero now. <laughs> yeah, we're at one <laughs> degrees. <laughs> Live from Planet Hoth. <laughs> yeah, one degree. Where is it at? One Where degree. It at? I can't see it. Where's where's my one? Yeah, right there. You can see it right in the corner. You can't see it. Ah, shit. You can kind of see it. Anyways, it's one degree. I, I believe you. I believe you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not taking you yeah, for a liar. Yeah, it was like yeah, 20 below all weekend. It sucked. <laughs> I didn't leave the house. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand it, man. I was like, I had the fan on when I went to sleep yesterday. <laughs> now it's snowing outside. But yeah, that's what's going on. So that being said, let's move on to the next part of the podcast number two of the part that every we're going to lighten up the mood now. Hopefully. Box Eli, office. I'm, put, I'm, I'm putting it on you to lighten the mood. Box office? Oh no, nah, we're skipping that. Take, take oh, a while, guess. Well, speaking of box office, uh -oh. I, I I was like, uh, you know, not I, now. I'm not like one of these guys that loves listening to themselves, but every now and then I'll throw on one of our episodes and have it on the background on YouTube and shit while I'm cleaning or whatever. But oh, you um, you listen to us? Yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thanks for listening. So. <laughs> just 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 see how stupid I sound. Like, God damn, I hope I don't sound. Did I sound that stupid? You know. <laughs> well, you said a couple weeks ago. You said that you didn't think Spider Man was going to reach a billion. I did say that. I did yeah, say that. Now, look, that. when I when I say the wrong thing and I eat my words, I will admit to it. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> but when I say the wrong thing, I even because I honestly because because it wasn't gonna because it still hasn't been released in China. It may not even even. And be that was what you said. You said it ain't gonna be released in China. That's right. Why and it still hasn't been released in China. So what I'm hearing is that this the highest grossing movie without a China release, like period, like in history. I think I read today that it's like one. It's like in the top ten of all time grossing movies of all time. So. I, I don't think it's top ten yet. But I think it will be by the end of this podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's moving just that fast. So it's insane how fast it's moving. So yeah, like I said, that's never happened before. So the fact that Spider-Man is doing these insane pre-pandemic numbers, it, it's mind-boggling to me. You know, it's already made more movie than all of the other Marvel movies this year combined. Well, last year. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I was wrong. I ate my words. Should I eat a cheeseburger? No, no cheeseburger. If you like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a cheeseburger with mayonnaise or oh like no 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 mayonnaise no mayonnaise no <laughs> you're like me i can't do <laughs> i can't do mayonnaise I, that, that draws the line yeah 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 with somebody at, at wendy's will put the shit i'm throwing it i'm not i'm not wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that because we might have some with wendy's <laughs> listeners <laughs> that's when i go All to right, burger king yeah no like no lettuce no man <laughs> oh, <my whopper. laughs> oh man all right let's 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 jump into it let's jump into it okay so like i said we watched the tv show now all this marvel shit we're done with all this hawkeye and all this falcon and winter soldier we're done with it now we're move on to the real shit we're back to star wars remember they got bought by disney also and they've been promising us a, a sequel or a spinoff show to mandalorian which is book of boba fett now, Eli, this one I'm going to let you take over because, like I said, you are a resident Star Wars expert. You're the, well, actually, guy on Star Wars. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, um, I'll i try to keep this as brief and concise as I can because, yeah, I could do a whole podcast on Boba Fett. 
And not just talking in one 1979. Episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, see, see, you're already getting me now. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. That was my first intro. I'm, I'm oh, wow. gonna change that. Change that right now. <laughs> no, but yeah, the book of Boba Fett dropped this week. I've been stoked. I've been waiting for this since I was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we when when Disney first bought Star Wars, we're like, oh, sweet. They can finally do a Boba Fett movie or a Boba Fett something, something with Boba Fett. Which and was on released... the plan, which was yeah. on the plan, a movie. Yeah. yeah, we're like, so when do they, oh, they should release a, a movie just about Boba Fett. And there's been rumors, oh, so-and-so is going to do a Boba Fett trilogy. So-and-so is going to do a Boba Fett movie, blah, 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 blah. All for, for, for a year, ever since... 20 let, 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 let me let me add let me add my little two cents in there from what i do know about that so a boba fett movie was on the pipeline when it first got started and first bought it and it was supposed to be directed by josh trank for those who That's don't right. know who josh trank is he directed fan four stick so when they saw fan four stick the rest is history you know what that's why you haven't got a boba fett movie yeah yeah um so yeah we're like oh sweet they're gonna make a boba fett movie cool or a boba fett something and then they made The Mandalorian. Um, and it was cool. Mandalorian was cool. Mm-hmm. I love Mandalorian. Everybody loves Mandalorian. But I was still like, you know what? I, I want, like, Boba Fett. You know, a lot of us want Boba Fett. The, the, the dopest bounty hunter in the galaxy. This mysterious character that has uh, become a fan favorite over the years. And now I know that a lot of the younger generation, they don't get why Boba Fett is a big deal why he's so huge they want you know a kid who goes and backs and watches the movies and sees return of the jedi and see him get you know clumsily falls into the sarlacc pit like what's the deal with this guy he hardly says anything he hardly does anything he's got like five lines of dialogue in the whole fucking series and he dies like a fucking like a bugs bunny cartoon what's the deal Mm -hmm. with this guy what he's stupid he sucks why do people like that man and then you know with star wars sucks fuck this shit i'm gonna play fucking minecraft you know, so <laughs> you know, so I'm gonna tell you why Boba Fett is such a badass. And to do that, I gotta give you all a history lesson. I'm gonna have go. to, we're gonna go back, back in the day. So listen up, children. <laughs> well, how's that slick Rick and song go? Ah, fuck, forget it. I, I gotta get going. I gotta get going. So Boba Fett, <laughs> and I got a slideshow. Uh oh, PowerPoint presentation. I got a PowerPoint presentation. You're going to abuse your, your new power that you just. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. How do we do this again? Yeah. I barely, barely know it yet, though. Okay. So, Boba Fett. Here he is. Boba Fett. Um, you know, originally, George Lucas, when he, you know, Star Wars came out, it was the biggest movie of all time back in 77. It was like Avengers Endgame for the 70s. You know, that's how big it was. That's, you know, to put you in that perspective. It was huge. Star Wars was huge. Nothing else like it. We hadn't seen anything else like it. It was dope. You know, inspired a generation of kids like me playing with toys, blah, 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 blah. They were going to make a second movie, you know. And I remember at the time, I was like five years, four or five years old. I'm like, they're making another Star Wars movie? Holy shit. That's a brilliant idea. You know what I'm saying? Because sequels weren't really a thing. Yeah, it was the first time I ever heard of a sequel. They're making another fucking star wars movie oh my god that's fucking genius you know so in developing the next star wars movie they george lucas wanted to make a upgraded version of the stormtrooper you know this is the elite stormtrooper so to speak 
So they designed this outfit. Originally, Boba Fett's outfit was black and white, like a stormtrooper. But when they did the budgets, they're like, hey, this is going to cost way too much. So we can't do the elite stormtroopers. So fuck it. We'll just make the regular stormtroopers. And I got bounty hunters in this script. We'll make him a bounty hunter. So they refashioned him as a bounty hunter. And he was going to be in the new movie. So many of y'all might think that, uh, you know, um, Boba Fett's uh, first appearance was in Empire Strikes Back. It is not. His first. I know. I know the history. Yep. Yeah. On <laughs> Boba Fett's on-screen, first on-screen appearance was in the Star Wars Holiday Special, which aired on TV, I think, once back in 1978. Um, George Lucas hates it. It's a piece of shit. It is a piece of shit. Um, you can watch it on YouTube, but George Lucas refuses to release it. However, in the Star Wars Holiday Special, there is a short animation film that features Boba Fett. And uh, here's a pic of him right there. This cartoon is actually on Disney Plus. You can actually go watch this just the animation on Disney Plus. Um, okay, so see. so they the Star Wars uh holiday special didn't exist, but the cartoon exists. The cartoon this 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 okay. uh this animation, yeah. So um so yeah, that was his first on-screen appearance, and then there was rumblings. There was rumblings about you know the new Star Wars movie about to be released. And then they started dropping merchandise, promoting the movie. And one of the things that, see, this is where I first heard. Where I, my first experience with Boba Fett was the figure. This is before Empire Strikes Back came out. You know, um, I remember going, and I had a bunch of Star Wars figures. I was a Star Wars baby. I had all the toys and shit, you know. So I remember going to the store one day and seeing this guy. I'm like, who the fuck is this? This guy looks awesome. You know, he's like shooting fire out of his hand. I got to get this guy. And Boba Fett, oh, he's, the, he's, a, he's a bounty hunter. He's going to be in the new movie. It has made me hyped up for, the, for, for Empire even more, you know. So that was my first time ever, like, see, laying eyes on this guy. And then, um, of course, there is the legend of the Boba Fett action figure. And its original design had a firing missile, you know. Um, at the time, of course, the legend is that a kid choked on the missile and they recalled it. No, what happened was it was a Battlestar Galactica figure that a child choked on something. So when they designed the Boba Fett action figure and he originally had the firing missile, they decided, no, we, it's a choking hazard. Let's get rid of the, you know, get rid of the firing missile and just release them, you know, without a firing missile. So 80s kids toys did have safety standards. They did. Okay. <laughs> but now there were there were a handful of Boba Fett firing missile action figures that did get out into the world. And those are like some of the rarest toys ever. Um they they fetch for like six figures now, if you can find one. They're super rare. And yeah, they're like a holy grail holy grail of action figure collecting. Um yeah. So, um, and then we go on to Empire Strikes Back. The movie is released. It's the greatest movie of all time. I don't give a shit what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> it blew open the Star Wars mythos even further. It expanded the universe. We got to see Snow Walkers. We found out Darth Vader was Luke's dad. It just blew open the mythology 
and made Star Wars like more way deeper than anyone expected it to be, you know. And, and um, made spoilers a thing. It did. It did. Because and spoilers we, uh, didn't exist before then. Yeah. yeah. And it introduced the bounty hunters. Boba Fett was a bounty hunter. He was like this, you know, um, you know, this outlaw that basically got, you know, got one over on Han Solo, one of the heroes. The thing about Empire Strikes Back is that it didn't end. It didn't have a happy ending. It ended kind of fucked up. Luke's get his hands chopped off. Uh, Han Solo gets frozen and taken off with Boba Fett. I mean, it's kind of a fucked up movie. And f- at the time, it, it you know it was a harsh, harsh lesson for us kids of the '80s. You know, I mean, there's really the bad guys don't really win. You know, they, they you know the victory is just surviving, surviving the fight in another day. That's basically, you know, the victory in that movie. The the good guys are down but not out. You know, right? And, because George Lucas was trying to make a, a three act structure. Which yeah. never was heard of in movies before. Uh-oh. Did he leave? He left. Anyway, he'll come back. I'll keep talking about what's going on. So, yeah, so that's what George Lucas kept doing. He made a three-act structure with Star Wars, which was never done in movies before because trilogies was never heard of. He was doing like a serial or like a play. He was making one long movie. So that's why in the second act, everybody was down like the bad guys won, which never happened before. But then they came back in the third act where everybody was good. So... Never was a thing before, but it actually happened. So, yeah, and we're going to see if uh, Eli's actually going to co- – hold up. Let's see what we got. There we go. Okay. Are we back? Okay. We're back. What what, what happened? I, I think – see what happens when you give me too much control? I think I hit a button, and it, it, it <laughs> kicked me out. <laughs> oh, anyway, I feel a blessed hand. I, I basically uh, explained the three-act structure of what it was, but you can continue okay. from, from where you were. Yeah. Yes. So Empire Strikes Back ended on a very sad note. And not like today where you got the internet to speculate and blah, 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 blah. Or like, you know, binge watching TV where you just get to, you know, watch the next episode or like a Marvel movie. Oh, the new movie will be out next year. No, we had to wait three years, three years to find out what happened to Han Solo. What happened? Was Darth Vader really Luke's dad? You know, we, it it was, it was hard, hard times, man. Uh, (laughs) But during those times, during those times, uh, us 80s babies, we played with our toys. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how we passed the time. We made all these stories up in our heads. We playing with our toys, letting our imaginations run wild. And I think that's why... It was why, our fan fiction. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the old school Star Wars fans feel so passionate about, you know, the newer movies and stuff. Because we in order to get that, take that experience at home, it was through the toys. It was through our own imagination and, you know, making these personalized stories, had these personal experiences with your toys, you know, um, and coming up with your own, yeah, own fan fiction. And so uh, that's, I think that's why the old school fans are, have such a vehement, you know, emotion about the, (laughs) they take ownership over it, but that's what we did. We played with our toys and during, cause yeah, Boba Fett was a very mysterious character, but it was through our toys and our imagination that we kind of made him into this big dope ass character, you know? So three years later, we had to, uh, I got to share the screen again. Three years later, we had to wait for Return of the Jedi to come out and it came out, Boba Fett shows back up. And what happens? 
he clumsily gets killed by Han Solo, you know, accidentally bumping into his jetpack, making it malfunction, sending him uncontrollably flying into the Sarlacc pit. With the Wilhelm scream, which made it even worse. Yeah, um, it was a very, it was very comedic. Um, but to tell you the truth, I was eight years old when I saw this. I was eight years old when I saw Return of the Jedi. I laughed my ass off. Me and my friends, we all laughed watching Boba Fett die. We were fucking kids. We didn't give a shit because these are kids' movies. So, <laughs> true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, and then Return of the Jedi came out. You know, it ended the Star Wars trilogy. And in our minds, Star Wars was done. That was it. George Lucas completed his saga. He was pretty much done with it. There was no Star Wars for like 20 years, you know. Um, and in those times, we had um, comics. Marvel had a comic line that continued, you know, the mythology. Oh, yeah, droids. And then there was a cartoon. There was a few cartoons that came out. One of them was the Ewok Adventures, Saturday morning cartoons. And another one was droids, the, the adventures of R2 and 3PO. And it's just that. It's basically R2 and 3PO getting into various adventures. And Boba Fett made appearance on that show. And the thing about droids, droids is an interesting show if you go back and watch it. Um, a lot of the guys that worked on the Star Wars movies, the original Star Wars movies, they worked on droids. So a lot of the designs of the locations and ships and names actually ended up in later Star Wars movies. So, so is droids canonical? Probably not. But, it, no. you know, but but I think they borrowed like the pod racing and names of characters from the droids cartoon because guys that work were working on the on the same movies. So, um, so, so yeah, is that on Disney Plus? Yeah, it is. I think there's only okay. one season, but yeah, it, it was a short lived cartoon. But, you know, Star Wars was, you know, after the, after Return of the Jedi came out, the popular Star Wars faded. We had G.I. Joe, we had He-Man, we had Transformers, Voltron. The 80s became the 80s. So Star Wars sort of faded into obscurity. Um, and yeah, here's another shot of uh, droids. Um, and then, you know, eventually the EU started taking over, the extended universe. Books and novels and comic books and video games sort of started filling in um, the fandom for Star Wars, you know. Um, and for a generation of fans, that's what they got into. That's that, that's their exposure to Star Wars. They never saw Star Wars in the theaters. They started getting into the video games and the comics and the uh, and, and the novels. And that's where, um, yeah, Boba Fett started becoming a fan favorite in those uh, um, in those stories. Um, he, he became a, a popular character. So when George Lucas um, decided to return to Star Wars and make the prequels, um, he uh, he decided to bring Boba Fett back in the form of Jango Fett and made Jango, you know, the Star Wars uh, prequels. Jango, mm -hmm. his father, is the template for the clones. Also, um, I do have to say this also. If anybody wondering why Jango, who was a bounty hunter, sounds like Jango Unchained, a bounty hunter, it's not a coincidence. That was done on purpose. Yes. Because yes, the Jango, yeah, because the Jango, Jango was a bounty hunter from the 60s which george lucas was influenced by so he named his bounty hunter after that one so the django unchained that jamie fox is playing in is a remake of the old 60 movies so just want to yeah. put it out there so. yeah 
Yeah, I mean, and, and Boba Fett as well. He was, like, wearing a poncho in some scenes, kind of, like, emulating, like, the Clint Eastwood no, man with no name character. He was meant to be, a, a, you know, a, a, a tribute to Westerns, you know, the outlaw Western, the gunslinger, the, the man with no name um, Western uh, character. Um, so, yeah, out of the popularity of, of Boba Fett, um, you know, they, they brought him back to life. And here, this book here, Tales from Jabba's Palace, has the story where Boba Fett survives the Sarlacc pit. Um, it's basically a short, little short novella about all about Boba Fett being inside the Sarlacc pit. And as you well know, if you remember from the movies, you know, the Sarlacc pit, you slowly are slowly being digested for a thousand years. And this, this story details that Boba Fett is down in the stomach of the Sarlacc. And what the Sarlacc does is it starts like basically wraps its like uh, tentacles around you and kind of gets into your mind and absorbs your consciousness. So that's kind of how you're, um, you become part of the Sarlacc. So while Boba Fett's down there being devoured or, you know, disintegrated by all the, the stomach acid, his consciousness, he can hear all the other Sarlacc victims inside the stomach, you know. But Boba Fett's armor sort of protects him for the most part. He ends up uh, blowing him, you know, getting a hold of one of his uh, grenade launchers and blows himself out of the uh, Sarlacc pit. That's how he survives. Um, similar to what we will be talking about in the book of Boba Fett. So, also similar to, are you a fan of Parks and Recreation? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> because there's this one episode where uh, Patton Oswalt does this whole filibuster where he's talking about Marvel and DC, and he actually talks about how you could bring back Boba Fett. And not to spoil anything, but exactly how they did it in this TV show <laughs> is exactly how he explained it, like, to the T. I'm like, okay, somebody might need some royalty rights on this the way he did it, you know. But that's all I had to say about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, he grew popularity in the, in the comics, in the books. There was that Shadows of the Empire that came out in the 90s. It was supposed to take place between Empire Strikes Back and Went to the Jedi and sort of details um, Boba Fett's, you know, uh, journey taking Han to Jabba. And then there was the Dash Rendar character. Shadows of the Empire was huge. They, they released a, a video game. They released novels, comic books. Toy, there was a whole toy line back in the 90s. So this, just before the prequels came out. Um, but yeah, um, so on to, you know, the prequels, Attack of the Clones. They established Django is his dad. Um, Django was a foundling. This, this started expanding the lore and the myths of the Mandalorian culture. So Django is not was not originally a Mandalorian. He was a foundling, and they sort of touch up on that in the Mandalorian show. But um, his uh, during the Mandalorian Civil War, his planet was being destroyed, and he was saved by uh, a Mandalorian um, force. Now, there's three factions of Mandalorians. There's the original Mandalorians, which are all warriors like samurai. They have a code, a, a bushido code, or what have you. That's who Django was a part of. That's who rescued Django. Then there's like the aristocrats, and that's what's on the Clone Wars. They're pacifists. They wanted to modernize and, you know, peacefully integrate into the Republic. That's what we see in the Clone Wars. They're pacifists. They don't want to have anything to do with war. And then there was Death Watch, these radical 
you know, soldiers, freedom fighters that wanted to take Mandalorian, the Mandalorian way back to their warrior ways. That's where you saw Bo-Katan on, you know, she was part of the Death Watch. We saw her on the Mandalorians. So yeah, there's all these factions of the Mandalorian culture and Jango was part of the true traditional warrior code of the Mandalorians. And that's who, how he raised uh, Jango. As you well know, uh, Count, uh, Count Dooku approached Jango. I mean, Jango had, a, ha, had it in for the Jedi. He had no love for the Jedi. Um, so when he was offered the deal of, hey, we're making an army that's going to take out the Jedi and we want you to be the template, Jango was like, fuck yeah, fuck them. Fuck those Jedi. Yeah, so they used Jango as the template. Yeah, so and he got paid. But his payment, he didn't take money. His only payment was Boba. Oh, that's he, right. He refused, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he he just wanted because his people were done. The Jedi destroyed their planet. He was the last of his race. So in order for his people to survive, he wanted a son. So Boba Fett is the un um the unaltered clone of Jango Fett. Whereas the, the clones, they had accelerated, you know, aging and all that. They had like the, the, the inhibitor chip. They were bred to be soldiers. Boba Fett was untouched. He's gonna be just a regular human clone raised by Django and Django takes, takes him on jobs, different bounty hunting jobs, teaches him how to fight, teaches him those traditional Mandalorian ways. And, um, and, you know, and as we well know what happens in attack of the clones, he gets, he gets killed by Mace Windu and uh, Boba Fett vows revenge. Um, This leads to the clone wars cartoon. Uh, Boba Fett, appears as a little kid in the Clone Wars uh, uh, animation series. And he's trying to get revenge on Mace Windu. There's several story arcs where he's actively trying to kill Mace Windu <laughs> and comes really close a few times. Is he wearing armor or anything like that? Or he's just, just No, going he's still him? a young kid. Eventually okay. he does. But right here in this scene, I think he's only like 10. And he mm-hmm. infiltrates the clones. And he pretends to be one of the clones to get close to Mace Windu. It's a good show. For anybody who hasn't watched the Clone Wars, I suggest you do it. It's awesome. It's some of the best Star Wars storytelling you'll ever see. It's it's great. It's you know stop watching all that CW shit you don't like and watch the Clone Wars. <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> the Clone Wars is better than anything you're watching right now. <laughs> but yeah, he teams up with bounty hunters. He teams up with Boss. At one point, he's leading a squad of bounty hunters as a teenager. Um, but of course, he gets fucked over by them. You know, he Boba Fett has a real turbulent, hard life as a child. Gets thrown into jail, does time as a young kid. You know, gets fucked over by pirates and bounty hunters and shit. Um, and yeah, he sort of, uh, but he starts gaining his reputation once the Jedi are um, after Order sixty six, and uh, the Jedi are no longer in order. He's like, sweet. He starts working for the Empire. And starts doing jobs. That's when he starts building his reputation as the bounty hunter, the, the best bounty hunter, working for the mob, working for Jabba. That's when he meets Han Solo for the first time. And uh, Han Solo is kind of a dick, and he always kind of never liked Han Solo. Um, at one point, Jabba actually was going to have him kill Han Solo. But, uh, you know, Han Solo is just a lucky guy and gets away, as usual. Because um, even in the old movies, like, Han Solo knew who Boba Fett was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so yeah, he always sort of had beef with Han Solo. Um, let's see what else we got. 
And that this leads to the extended universe. Can I zoom in on this? Let's see. Let me get this as big as I can. Um, the extended universe after Return of the Jedi, of course, more novels were written, basically highlighting what happens to these characters after Return of the Jedi. The new Jedi Order, you know, the new Republic starts happening. Um, and this, uh, you know, Han and Leia get married. They have twins, Jane and Jason. One of them goes dark. One of them becomes a Sith, starts another Sith war. Um, ben or uh, Luke Skywalker and Mara Jade get married. They have a son named Ben, ben Skywalker. You know, so you can see where some of that influence came into the sequel trilogy. Yeah, they kind of cherry pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Boba Fett was a part of that. Boba Fett went, uh, eventually there was the, Yuz, the Yuzan Vong War. The Yuzan Vong were like space barbarians. They came from another galaxy and were just like purging their way across, you know, the Republic, starting war, starting shit. Um, and recruits that would, uh, uh, one of the so the, the the bad solo twin starts working for them. Eventually, kill yes. In in some of the Boba Fett stories, Boba Fett gets married. He has a daughter at one point, um, and she is killed by the solo the the dark solo twin. Um, and Boba Fett ends up training his sister to kill him. Um, okay. And this sort of squashes the beef with Han Solo. After that, after this shit happens, they kind of squash their beef, you know, and this leads to, uh, you know, them def finally defeating the Yusan Vong, chasing him out of the galaxy. Um, uh, Mandalore is left in ruins. Boba Fett goes back and sort of helps rebuild it. And eventually he makes his way back to Kamino, which is the cloning facility where they made all the clones. And he... Um, basically finds a way to restructure his DNA because the original clones, they were altered. They had the accelerated aging, you know, to make, so they age faster. He reversed that. And that's how he was able to repair his body. So now he has like prolonged life. He's healthy now and he's got extended life. Um, yeah. So when he got it, yeah, at least yeah. in the extended universe, because none of this is canon anymore. So right, <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how it how it happened. Um, he kind of, you know, lives happily ever after. You know, in the EU, you know, until you know his appearance on the Mandalorian. You know, and um, let me get back to that. Can I get back to that? Oh, shit. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that, that's yeah. Just he kind of lives happily ever after and then appears on the Mandalorian, you know, in the new canon. So, okay. So they, so basically even in canon and Disney canon, he's back. So he's back now. And okay. that leads to the show, the book of Boba Fett. the book of Boba Fett, <laughs> the point of all this. <laughs> right. <laughs> we had to get there to know where we were going. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. uh, what'd you actually think about the show? Well, I'm biased. I was, like I said, I was waiting for this all my life, and I loved it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, like I said, because you've seen things that you already, because you already see that they've already cherry picked stuff that has already been in the EU and in Parks and Recreation. So, of course, just seeing that, you're like Leonardo DiCaprio in in uh, what's for the time in 
in Hollywood, your point is great. Hey, I, I recognize that. Hey, I see that. So you're yeah. getting that connection with it automatically. So the emotional attachment is going to make you bias on stuff sometimes. You know? Yeah. Um, I was like, damn, that's it. It's only a half hour show. I was like, oh, you know, cause I want it all right now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, like you're, you're starving in the desert and somebody throws you some water and saying, it's just not enough. You know? Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like that. It's like, I've been waiting for like the crime underworld storytelling. You know, I've always been a fan of that. Even when I was a kid, the bounty hunters, I've always collected the bounty hunters, even as, you know, the toys, you know, I always bought their action figures, Bosk, 4LOM, IG-88, Zookas, you know, I read the War of the Bounty Hunters comics. I've always sort of found that the star, the criminal underworld of the Star Wars universe, that's always been like, kind of It's like the Wild West in space. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, you fuck the good guys, fuck the bad guys, fuck all the government crap. What are the gangsters doing? And that's what I like, you know, and this is finally that show. Um, Mandalorian kind of teased that, but in the end, Mandalorian was all about Baby Yoda and Luke Skywalker and mo- furthering the Skywalker saga. That's all. That's all like, people remember is Luke and, kicking ass. It, it basically was like a TV pilot for all the other shows. Yeah. Which what I said at the in the second half. I mean, I liked it, but yeah. I can tell everything was just TV pilots. That's all they were doing. Yeah, I mean, it was just Mandalorian. Yeah, it, it, it touched up on a few Mandalorian things, and you know, ext- you know, you had a little bit of the criminal element. But it was mo- mostly about Baby Yoda. That's all anybody remembers out of it. Um, and that's what I like about this. Like, we're finally getting that crime drama that I've been waiting for. And I like that he's, like, sort of taking Jabba's place. It reminds me of The Godfather. He's Vito Corleone. He's trying to rule with, with respect. You know, he, he's, he's um, that's how Vito Corleone was in The Godfather. He, he, he didn't eliminate his enemies. He did favors. He got his enemies to work for him. And that's what I think he's, Boba Fett's trying to do. He's trying to win the people over. And um, I'm digging that. I think uh, that's what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for the scum and villainy. You know, enough, yeah. Baby Yoda was cute and fluffy and it was all good. Seeing Luke whip ass was dope. You know, we all had a collective nerdgasm all over the world when that shit happened. It was awesome. But I, this is what I've been waiting for, you know. So yeah, I'm, I dug it and I'm like, Damn it, I want I want it all. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my only gripe. It was just too short. Okay, pretty good. So yeah, like I said, it, how so how many episodes are they gonna be? I don't even know. I six, maybe? Whatever, too six. short. It should they should have ten. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Right. Because <laughs> I'm trying to remember how much the Mandalorian was. I think it was like eight, eight? per yeah, yeah. Something like that. But then you got the Marvel shows that are six, so I guess we don't really know what this is going to be. I don't even know if they even announced how many episodes is going to be. They just said it. You know, that's what it, all yeah. it's going to be, and that's it. So, Robert Rodriguez is in charge, is like executive producing. He directed this first episode. Yeah, he directed the first episode. He's over like this this season or whatever. Yeah. So I'm okay. wondering, is Danny Trejo going to show up at some point? Because I think we need Danny Trejo in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> Machete kills Machete. in space. Because that was supposed to be the third one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, or just anybody else, you know, that, you know, Robert Rodriguez is usually working with stuff like that, you know, because I think even Taika Waititi, when he was doing it, like some people he worked with showed up or stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, where, where do you think the show might go? Like I said, since it's going with a gangster, well, you know. 
I mean, I've watched the episode like a few times now. It seems to be just like, yeah, we saw flashbacks of how he survived and we're seeing like elements of his past. And I think that's what we're going to see. Just this is going to be the Boba Fett story, you know, um, sort of establish him where he's been, what he's done, and hopefully where, where he's going to end up, you know. Um, I hope like that thing about where there were all the, you know, everyone was paying him tribute and kick, you know, kicking the, you know, kicking it back to the, to, to the Don, you know, they were giving him money. They're paying, making their payoffs. But that one mayor, the mayor of Mars, right. you're like, no, I, I, I'm expecting payment. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's going to cause a problem, you know, cause you know, this is transition the government with the government that's it's after return of the Jedi. So the empire is gone. The rebels are taking over. There's this transition. So it's true. But like I said, the, the empire never had a hold on that area anyway. Yeah. But in this power struggle, there's like, you know, um, it's like free territory. I think this mayor is going to cause a problem. He's either going to sell him out to the feds, the rebels, or he's going to find another gangster. Are they going to show? Cause black sun is canon in the comics. Are we going to see Prince Zizor? In the, see, in the Disney comics. Yeah. It, are okay. we going to see Crimson Dawn? Are we going to see what's her face from the solo movie? Uh, Kira? Or whatever Kira, yeah, doing Terakasi. Yeah, or whatever. You know, you know, are we going to see some of that? You know, um, that's what I hope to see. I, I hope to see a, like a cool, like the Sopranos in, in, in Star Wars. You know, <laughs> and that's kind of what this was with that. We, yeah, we saw the flashbacks of him surviving the Sarlacc. Him, you know, getting taken prisoner by the Sand People, which I thought was cool. Him fighting that big giant monster and shit and ripping off his head, choking it out like Leia choked out Jabba. And um, yeah, it was just a cool callback to, to, you know, to all the old stuff, all the old movies and shit. And um, so that's what I hope to see. Some just cool action and cool, you know, a crime job. You know, something we not, we're not used to seeing in... Star Wars. They tried it with Solo, kind of got away from him, but uh, <laughs> and, and they were they hinting at if George Lucas would have did a third trilogy, that's where it would have went. Like it would have been all about the gangsters and, and stuff. Because mm-hmm. basically, the Empire is done, so we can't go that right anymore. We got to talk about the gangsters, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. That's I guess where we're going. Like I said, nothing else to watch. The CW shows they're not coming back on till March. So <laughs> I got nothing else to watch till then. So yeah, so I'm in it for the long haul too. I don't know how many episodes are gonna be, but I'll stick with it. Plus my girl, my girl's in it. Make not win. Agents oh, yeah. of Shield. <laughs> so that's what sold me more than anything else. I like she's in it, so I know it's gonna be awesome, you know. So yeah. um, she's, she's his right hand woman. Well, right. She's, she, she saved her. She she's his baby Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> in, a, in a way, the reason I'm saying it not to say that she's a cute mascot or anything like that. I'm just saying that you know, basically, Mandalorian was there. Baby Yoda was because the hero, the badass, needs somebody to bounce off of. You know, to somebody to look up at. Oh, you're awesome, or somebody to connect with and talk to. Sidekick, in the sidekick. Yeah. So, Baba just can't. I mean, just do the show by himself. He needs a sidekick, somebody to bounce off of, and that's that's his Robin. That's his baby Yoda. That's you know whatever. So. Yeah, and she she appeared on the the Bad Batch this earlier this year, so she's been doing this for some time now, being a a badass bitch through this whole. And what what timeline was the Bad Batch in? Was that like was after... right after the Clone Wars, so right after Revenge of the Sith. So okay, she was so young. Right the... She was she was young. She was really young in that show. 
So, so what was she? Was she? Uh, she was a bounty hunter. She was. Oh, she, she was, was just a bounty hunter. Okay, okay. She was after ID. them. She was after. Yeah. You know. Oh, got it. okay. And even then, she had some still nice some stuff into there, like bring one, you know, bring them alive. And she was like, she got two of them. She like kicked <laughs> the other one off, and then got the other one. So I'm like, okay. Uh, do you think it might be any tension or, like I said, this is a gangster movie, and you know, we we've seen Scarface, we've seen you know Casino, and any other Scorsese movie we can think about. You know, we always know it's a trope that the right hand man is always going to be a problem. You think that might? be an issue I here? hope so. I, the best gangster movies are the ones that make you not want to be a gangster. You know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> Scarforce don't live. Scarforce dies at the end. Right. You he know? didn't get a retirement plan. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. Vito died. You know, even The Godfather. I mean, they they all, they're all tragedies. You know. Goodfellas. Henry goes to prison. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I kind of don't want it because I like Ming Na, so I don't want her to be like, you know, Sammy the Bull or whatever it was, you know, that turned on John Gotti. You know, so I, I hope it doesn't go down that road. I hope so too. I mean, because she does have, I mean, she's in the life debt to him because he saved her because she got shot on Mandalorian and then he repaired right. her or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so he's, she's got, she's, you know, repaying him. But um, yeah, I hope I hope she's just like a consigliere, you know, just kind of advises them, and you know, right? Not like you know, we we get one scene where she, you know, looking at the camera directly, like halfway smiling or conspiring with the mayor or something like that. I I don't want to see that, man. I don't want to yeah. see that, even though I know it's a trope. I don't want to see that just because I like Ming Na. Now, if it was some shady looking dude over like that, yeah, that looked like it might screw somebody over, I'm cool with that. You know, yeah. One of the pig guys, if they screw him over, I'm I'm fine. Oh, with the Gamorrean guards and booty shorts and shit. Yeah, that's also about <laughs> I watched the uh, Boba Fett for the plot. The plot they showed the thick ass pig boys. I'm like, what the hell? Man? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. I mean, I I mean, you know, you know me. I want to see a rancor. I hope I see a rancor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's I, Disney. I, they know, got the money for it, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's right after. I don't think Bosk is dead. When did the Bounty Hunter Guild start? I think that was during. There's a there's a novel series called the Bounty Hunter Guild Wars. No, Bo, doesn't Bosk show up in like uh the last one? Is Rise of Skywalker? No, I don't think so. Did he? There's like Trandoshans. There was his alien species. Oh, excuse me. Oh. But um, I don't know about him. But yeah, I mean, Bosk is a great enemy. I mean, he even in the EU, they're always clashing. And in the comics, they're always clashing. I mean, Bosk is just a ruthless fucking asshole. He like kills and eats his dad in some of those novels and shit. Oh, what the hell? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but right. yeah, I mean, so- like I said, I, I, I want like scum and villainy. That's what I want. That's what I've been waiting for. So we'll see. Cool. We'll see how it goes. Okay. So we need to talk about what we're going to do next week. Are we going to do the, because you know, this is the first week of 2022. So are we going to do the best of 2021 next week or how are we, how are we going to handle that? Um, I guess so. Right. I guess we could do that. I guess we could do that. I don't think anything big is happening that wing. So yeah. So I guess though, so everybody listening, whoever's still listening, we're going to do our best of 2021 next week. We got a whole bunch of stuff we're going to do. We're going to try to call Gomer and see if anybody else can jump on. We're going to have make a like a big, you know, extravaganza out of it. You know, kind of go from there. Yeah. Uh, 
Eli, I don't think we need to do comics. We've already <laughs> over, oh, really? over there. Okay. Yeah, you, we went out <laughs> like a clean. To, I tried to get it in under an hour, so we had time to do comics. <laughs> Yo, no, we, we went clean over an hour. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, nah, because we're going to be another two hours doing that. So, yeah, we'll just pick it up uh, three weeks from now. Because depending on who we have next week, we probably don't need to do comics that week either. Okay. Because otherwise, it's going to be me, you, and Gomer just having inside baseball talk. And everybody's like, huh? Kind of like our listeners, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, so yeah like i said if you listen this long definitely like share subscribe uh there's a list of other uh we have this geese and comics they're they're fresh out of facebook jail so go listen to them uh i don't know who else is i guess uh get valiant what they hit like number 300 or something oh wow yeah, or 200 i don't know i lost count they they got a lot of issues uh and big willie is back up doing something but i don't know if he's on the the podcast i think he's just doing his own thing i don't know what's going on uh, but yeah, join us next week. So hopefully we'll have our top 10, uh, well, our best of 2021. We'll make our list, start compiling them now. We'll kind of go from there. But until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel.
Oh 